Hey folks, President Joe Biden has found himself at the center of a controversy related to classified documents found at his home and former office. Attorney General Merrick Garland has appointed former U.S. Attorney for the District of Maryland, Robert Hur, as special counsel to investigate the matter. In other news, we're learning new details about journalist E. Jean Carroll's defamation lawsuit against former President Trump. Joyce Vance and I discuss all of this and more on the Cafe Insider podcast. Today, we're sharing a clip from the episode with listeners of Stay Tuned. To hear our full conversation and access all other Cafe Insider content, try the membership for just $1 for one month. You can do that at cafe.com slash insider. That's cafe.com slash insider. We look forward to having you as a part of the insider community. And if we reverse engineer what happened here, now we know that these documents were found four or five days before the 2022 election. That became known, obviously, to the archives. It became known to the Justice Department. And sometime after that, Merrick Garland appointed Jack Smith as special counsel to oversee both the Mar-a-Lago situation and also the January 6th investigation. At the time, I and some other people said that it wasn't really necessary. The department could have dealt with it. But now we know at the time that Jack Smith was appointed to take over the Mar-a-Lago document investigation, the department knew about the Biden documents. And so now, in retrospect, and who could have predicted this? Not me. The appointment of Jack Smith makes a lot more sense. I'm trying to imagine what it would look like today if there was no special counsel over Mar-a-Lago and it was just Merrick Garland as the attorney general overseeing it and now taking over the investigation of the Biden documents. In retrospect, I think it made a lot more sense given that information for the appointment of a special counsel. Do you agree with that? Yeah. You know, at the time we speculated that maybe Merrick Garland knew something we didn't know that made his decision to appoint a special counsel make more sense. Now we've had that confirmed. And and honestly, without the Biden situation, I don't know that we would have a special counsel for Mar-a-Lago. So let's talk about the new special counsel for a moment. Robert Hur, unlike some other people who get appointed that we know about, I don't know him personally. I don't know him much by reputation. He has held very significant positions in the department. The Senate confirmed U.S. attorney in Maryland. He was the PAYDAG, as they call it, the principal associate deputy attorney general, which is a very important position in the deputy attorney general's office. Do you have any understanding about him and his reputation, integrity, intelligence, anything else? Well, I think the important thing about his selection was that he was a United States attorney during the Trump administration. Trump appointed him. And something that's worth noting here is that there's a little bit of a disparity in how Merrick Garland has treated these situations. And frankly, I think it just echoes the entire way that Trump has been treated throughout his little public enterprise as as a politician and a leader. And here's the thing. You know, the appointment of Jack Smith was justified in no small way by virtue of the fact that he had served, albeit briefly, as an acting United States attorney during the Trump administration. When his predecessor left office in Tennessee, he took over the Trump job. The Trump people had no objection to him, and he served that administration for for a period of months until he moved on. 
And so it's really interesting that there's no need to do that when it's Joe Biden who's under investigation and instead we have someone who has clear Republican bona fides. I always stop a little bit to think about the way that Trump is accommodated, but it's, it is a reality here that Robert Hur's most important qualification may ultimately be his service during the Trump administration, which should appease Trump people, no matter what the outcome of his investigation is, although you and I know that there will be some core of people who will not find anything to like about what he does, no matter what it is. And Trump himself has already gone on the attack. I don't want to sort of start out with the ultimate question. And this question will annoy people because there are distinctions. We don't know all the facts yet. And I think it was necessary to appoint Robert Hur, given the optics and the need for public faith, even though I think a lot of people will just jump to a conclusion. A lot of people just assume Trump should be arrested and a lot of people will just assume Biden should be arrested and a lot of people will assume the opposite about both of them. But does it or should it make it harder for Jack Smith to recommend the indictment of Donald Trump over the Mar-a-Lago documents in light of the fact of the Biden documents, which as far as I can tell right now, doesn't have indicia of willfulness which is required to find a violation of the statute. Does that matter? Should it matter? Well, let's try a little thought experiment. Let's say that Donald Trump is ultimately indicted on the Mar-a-Lago charges and convicted in a parallel universe where Joe Biden didn't have any classified documents in his home or in his former office. Trump is convicted. And then let's say that after Biden leaves office a couple of years down the road, a discovery is made and the Biden situation is being investigated. And my question is, would that investigation have any bearing on Donald Trump's prior conviction? And the answer is clearly no. They are two separate cases. They should each be considered on their merits and adjudged on their merits. But because the two situations are happening in proximity, I think many people who've watched Trump elude accountability in the criminal justice system on so many occasions are really concerned that this case will impact Trump, that the Biden investigation impacts Trump, sort of cancels it out. And I think the answer is this. If we have two special counsels who are doing their jobs properly, then they will each consider the situation in front of them on the merits, and they will do the right thing regardless of public opinion. I just say one thing that's not a legal point about both Jack Smith and Robert Hur, and I said this about uh, Bob Mueller, a number of times. They should be thanked, and we should have gratitude towards them for doing what will be a thankless job. And any decision they come up with will be despised by tens of millions of people. And they're doing a public service for not a lot of, uh, for certainly for, for not any real remuneration or money. And also for not any glory. They're just sort of career professionals who are doing these jobs and they, I'm sure they're imperfect because by definition, they're human beings and human beings are imperfect. I'm surprised that people of such high caliber have agreed to do this because it's thankless. What do you think about that? Yeah, we really speculated it would be impossible to get somebody suitable to do these jobs. I am reminded that Janet Reno, when she was the attorney general, used to like to say words to the effect of no matter what you do, you're going to make a lot of people angry. So you might as well do the right thing. And in many ways, those words were always sort of the North Star in our office. And I think that, you know, these two men exemplify the best of public service. 
And you're right, they'll be vilified and, and maybe doxxed and their families perhaps made to suffer because of their service. Now, one thing we should point out, we'll go through the things that are similar on the surface level and things that are similar substantively and things that are different between the two situations. But one thing that's different, and I haven't heard a lot of people talk about this, but we remember from the Mueller days, Biden still has two years in office and he is not able to be prosecuted while in office. So query what even the result of an investigation by Robert Herr would look like. If there is a finding that there was willfulness and a statute was violated, will he do the thing that Mueller did and not opine on that because there can't be a trial or a prosecution and Biden can't defend himself? Or does he say, yeah, I believe and recommend that there should be a prosecution after the presidency is over. And by the way, Biden's running again (laughs) and he could win. And what does that do to the statute of limitations? So as a, as a practical matter, and I think we're far from this point, but as a practical matter, even if there's a finding by the special counsel that a crime was committed, and even if Merrick Garland were to agree with that, it's possible that nothing ever comes of it, right? Well, I think that's right. First, I mean, and I know we'll get to it, I still don't see evidence of criminality here based on what we know. Carelessness, yes. Um, national security issues that need to be addressed, yes. Criminality, no. If consistency is a virtue, then her should not weigh in on criminality, although I think his former boss, Rod Rosenstein, takes a different view now and made some public statements on that issue that's different than the the view that he apparently held when Bob Mueller made his report to the Justice Department. But look, the reality here is that there's now a conservative Republican majority in the House And whether or not the matter is referred to them officially, you'll remember that Mueller actually extended the invitation to Congress to take up his work. But whether that's done or not in this case, I think it's likely that we'll see impeachment proceedings in the House, maybe even if her clears Biden. Yeah, well, there's definitely going to be an investigation. We're going to hear a lot about this. Should we get into some of the facts as we understand them? And by the way, it's not great for, among other reasons, totally distinguishable, so hold your mail. But it's not great that there have been multiple reports of additional documents being found as opposed to all of the shoes dropping at once. That's right. I mean, I, you know, I'm torn here. We don't know all the facts. There are a lot of sensitivities when you have a case that involves classified documents. And I think that that accounts for a little bit of reasonable delay while people coordinate and and think about how to proceed and what can be said publicly. But that said, it looks like it took the Biden folks a while to search other locations, which meant that there was this succession of revelations about documents. And it may well be that there are other searches that remain to be done. I I think Biden's comms team said that, that this was the end. But it's likely that there are other spaces, maybe um, other offices where Biden might have worked that DOJ will ultimately want to search for completeness sake. And so it's been a little bit of a debacle on that front. Yeah, it has been. And to bad faith people who want to point out hypocrisy and selective prosecution principles and a double standard, I think it's in bad faith, but they have some fodder. They do have some fodder. And you know, there's a, there's a good amount of people reacting very differently 
without knowing all the facts to one situation versus the other situation, right? It's a little bit unfortunate that Biden had strong language about the carelessness of Donald Trump's conduct without having checked his own house. And again, people are going to be, there are going to be people who, who don't like our saying that, but that sort of, you know, political conduct 101, you got to make sure your own house is clear and clean before you do that. Even if you have different circumstances, even if you were not willful, and there's no evidence to suggest it was willful or that they were playing games with the Justice Department as soon as things were found, they were turned over. Here's another distinction, which um, <laughs> I don't know what you think of this. You can state the distinction in a couple of different ways. One is, well, Joe Biden and his team have not made ridiculous and spurious claims of mental declassification, <laughs> right, by telepathy. Biden has no magic wand. <laughs> well, Biden at the time was the vice president. So I guess you would have to argue, I don't think the vice president has original classification and declassification authority unless someone can advise me otherwise. He would have to argue that his brother, Barack Obama, telepathically declassified. Maybe that's Thanks for listening. To hear the full episode, head to cafe.com slash insider and try out the membership for just $1 for one month. That's cafe.com slash insider. To the many of you who have chosen to join the insider community, thank you for supporting our work. <laughs>